0: you're listening to the Direction for Life podcast, we pray this episode blesses you. We'd love to connect with you. Visit us at rdci.info or on Facebook at Right Direction Church International. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the RDCI. We hope you enjoy this broadcast.
1: I watch God supply our food. Okay? I told Marcia, we ain't going on WIC. But wick was on us. Cause we had a neighbor next door who was on WIC. And she was sharing a WIC with Marcia. Then when I found out what wick was even meant, I was mad. Women, infants, and children. What about the man? I ain't a woman, an infant, nor a child. I live up in this piece too. I watched God, and I got the revelation, I'm God's child. God, del- say, say say, God delivered me out of darkness. I'm in the kingdom, so I'm his responsibility. Okay, let me move on here. Every kingdom has its own currency. Every kingdom has its own currency. The currency of the United States of America is the dollar. The currency of the United Kingdom is the British pound. The currency of the European Union is the euro. We were in London several years ago. No, we were in Paris. We took a day trip. Uh, uh, yeah, we took a, a day trip to London. Get on the, the, the train there, uh, the, the fast speed train, whatever it's called, and went out in like two hours. Okay? And I had, I had euro. And soon as we get off, I went to go do something. They said, I'm sorry, sir, Wait, that, that, that's a euro. I said, yeah, I know, I'm in Europe. <laughs> but look, the United Kingdom is, is not in the British Common Union. Remember Brexit? They got their own thing going on. So they got the pound. You cannot use the euro, which you can use in a, most of the other European countries, you can't use that in the United Kingdom. They have their own currency, which is the British pound. So now I had to go exchange the euro for pounds. Uh, the currency of Japan is the yen. The currency of Nigeria is the naira. The currency of South Africa, these ones I know, these places I've been, of South Africa is, a, is the rand. Here, here's your note point. The currency of the kingdom of God is faith. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. It's not a matter of whether you have enough money. It's a matter of whether you have enough faith. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, be moved and cast into the sea, and it must obey you. It's not a matter of whether you can afford it. It's a matter of whether God says to do it. It's not a matter of whether you can pay for it. It's it's a matter of whether God tells you to pursue it. The currency of the kingdom is what? Say it with me, say "Faith faith is the currency of the kingdom. When you change financial systems, you depend more on your faith than on your money. And he said it again. When you change financial system, you depend more on your faith than on your money. Until you change financial system, you're, oh my God, your life will always be limited based upon your money. And God wants you to live an unlimited life. Look at somebody say, "Take the limits off. Take the limits off." Take the limits off. Take the limits off. Take the limits off. Which is why, as I, as I referred to a couple times today, I've been saying it for years. I've been saying it for years. If he did it before, he can do it again. If he did it before, he can do it he can do it again. And that sounds so good. It sounds like faith, but it's, a, it's limited faith. Because the Lord took, kept saying to me, behold, I do a new thing. Stop talking about what I did before. I make all things new. No, take the limits off me. It's not just if I did it before, I'll do it again. I'll do something new for you. I'll take you to another level. I'll take you you' haven't seen this, I haven't heard. Happening to the heart of me. Stop limiting me to your past. God's the God of your future. And your future is bright. God said, I got plans for you. Plans for your welfare. Plans for your increase. Plans to bring you to an expected end. It's not a matter of how much money you got. It's a matter whether you believe God. Now, I'm going to show you how, how limited we are to finances. If I said right now, listen, next year, ne- ne- next year, uh, is I'm, I'm a, I want to go do something, and I want to I take about 50 people with me to, to London. I'm just saying that. There are several of you right now who say, I ain't got no London money. You know what? You would you, you immediately say, I can't go. And that's not how you approach that. You're supposed to be, okay, Lord, do you want me to go to London with Bishop? Y'all didn't catch that. Lord, you do you want me to go to London, with Bishop? Or even say, Lord, I desire to go to London. So God, I'm asking that you give me the money to go to London. I, I'm telling you how to how to change how you live. You see, it, it's depending on which system you're on. Some of y'all would say, Well, I can see, let me see how much, how many limit I got on my credit card. And you uh, see, I could probably charge that. That's because you live the credit system on your faith system. Some of us, we got a lot of faith in the credit system. Personally, I, I'm not saying this to boast. Personally, at any given time, I got at least, and that, that's what our home equity loan, if I did, if I did home equity loan, I have the access to more. But at any given time, I got about $250,000 of credit that I have access to. But I don't use that. At, I mean, at any given time. Now, if I lived that system, I probably would have $1,000 worth of credit. Some of y'all get that link. Because I would have used up all the credit to live a life that I should be living by faith. And some of you, the reason why you can't live God's system, not because you're broke but you got too much faith in your money. You got too much faith in your credit. You got too much faith in your resources without God that you don't trust God. When we first went to Nigeria, was it Nigeria? I believe it was Nigeria. Specifically Ghana. Because by the time we got, when we went to Nigeria, where we went in Nigeria, a lot more poverty than what we saw in Ghana. So it wasn't a lot of building going on there. And so I would, we would be riding down this, and I would see a house, half a, half a house here, a half a house there, cinder blocks here. And I said, well, I said, what happened? The housing market shut down, you know? I'm thinking, you know, the, the bank then took back the money? They said, oh, no, they're building their house. They'll be finished in two years. And then I went a little further, and I saw a billboard that advertised a bank and a mortgage, and our host said, oh, that's something new they bring in here. Y'all ain't catching this. They said, oh, that, that's something new that they're bringing here. When we first went to Ghana, you get a house, and you build your house by faith. That's why it looked like it was taking a while. Can I tell you? Ooh, God. Sometimes when you go the way of faith, it takes a little longer. But by you done, it addeth no sorrow. The blessed Lord, it maketh rich. So our faith is, you know what? I'm trying, man, I'm all I hope, hope somebody's getting this. Our faith is in our credit score. And you should have a good credit score. But don't put your faith in it. Okay? Our faith is in our credit score. Our faith is in our banking relationships. Nothing wrong with those having those things. But all that, I want to jump down here and run. But I'm conscious of our lighting. <laughs> Dr. Winston didn't care nothing about my light. He said, can I preach down there? He said, you ever preach down there? I said, no, our lighting is not designed to be down there. He sat back. I said, you want to preach down there? He said, yeah, I want to preach down there. So he didn't care nothing about So I, I started sitting on my... I said, he gonna be on the floor, do the best you can with the with, with, with lighting. But watch this, all that stuff I'm talking about, your credit score, your job, all that 3D stuff. Oh, yeah. You're limiting yourself to 3D. For those of us who were here Friday night, Dr. Bill Winston started talking to us about 4D. 3D, okay. Let me, let me bring everybody up to snuff. Everybody up to paw. Remember years ago, I think one of the first movies came out was um, Avatar. Remember Avatar? Avatar movie came out? That was one of the first movies. And they, you went to gla- and they gave you 3D glasses. Okay, you put those glasses on, right? And now make you feel like you're in. You're not just watching the scene, make you feel like you're in the scene. You're with me here, okay? The this, which I ain't heard nothing else. I ain't heard much about it. I don't know people buying these things. The the new Meta thing, it came out like $3,500. Any of y'all got it? You better be tithing. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I changed this, causing problems. Here. And uh, so 3D is length, Width and depth. Okay, length, width, and depth. Okay, if you would just looked at me, just straight here, the side of me. Okay, is my width up and down? Is depth. Okay, I mean up, up and down is uh, length. Is length, width, but looking behind me, that's depth. But all this 3D length, length, width, and depth is all based on what we see. 4D is another dimension. So, Dr. Winston started talking about living in 4D, living beyond what you can see. Your credit score is what you can see. Your bank account is what you can see. But there's another dimension of resources that we don't see. Man, that thing jumped my head. God wants you to live a 4D life. I'm jumping ahead of myself, but I think I saw somewhere in the scripture that eyes have not seen, that ears have not heard, neither into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those of us who love him. And he's not talking about heaven because he said when we get revelation, we get 4D. But God has revealed them things unto us by his spirit. By his spirit, I got 4D living. By his spirit, I can have things I can't pay for. By his spirit, I can go pursue things I don't have the money for because I live a 4D life. I'm not limited to what I see in the natural. But if you're going to live that life, you got to change systems. you got to change what you're dependent upon for your needs to be met. What's the currency of the kingdom? Matthew 17, 20. Matthew seventeen twenty. they said, Lord, why couldn't we do this? What's the problem? Why couldn't we get the manifestation we wanted? Matthew 17, 20, Jesus said, because of your unbelief. Because of what? <sighs> why aren't you further along in life now? Because of your unbelief. Why did you start that and finish and didn't finish it? Because your unbelief. Why'd you give up on that? Because your unbelief. For verily I say, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, "Remove hence to yonder place," it shall be removed, and nothing will be impossible to you. Eleven Hebrews eleven six. Now faith. Uh, uh, Hebrews eleven one. Now faith is the substance of things for. Is the evidence of things what? Is the evidence of things what? Faith is for the not seen. Faith is for the not seen. Faith is for what? The not seen. When you change systems, you can live your life beyond what you see. So you need faith. Because faith is for the unseen. Watch this. I just don't see how that's going to work. Well, I just don't see how I can do that. Well, I just don't see how I'm ever going to be able to pay for that. Watch this. Well, I just don't see how I'll ever be out of debt. So what you need? See, when like you need some faith, because you don't see. When you don't see, you need faith, because faith is for what you don't see. Now faith is the substance. It's the substance. It's the stuff of things hoped for. It's the evidence that I can have it. It's the evidence that I already have it, what I don't even see. Watch well, it. every time you see what you don't see, the unseen, think 4D. Now, I don't know what Dr. Winston gonna put in his book. Somebody need to send him some of my tapes so he can add this stuff to it. <laughs> every time you see unseen, you think I need, I need to go 4D. Every, every time they say, you don't have enough money, they say, oh, no, it's all right, I'm going 4D. <laughs> Doctors say, listen, there's nothing we can do. All right, doctor, I appreciate you. I'm going to go 4D. We go, we're going 4D. I appreciate you. My, my, my daughter-in-love over here, it was, it was funny. I almost bust out laughing. When my, when my grandson, he... We had an accident and he had to have surgery on his finger. And just a tip of the finger, but in this he was giving a bad report about what was going to be the. And so we're sitting in the emergency room and the doctor, the surgeon's coming. He said, he said, now, you, what's your name? Uh, uh, one of my ads quickly come here. Okay. He said, he said, he said she said, now, what, what, what's your name? He said, Dr. So and so. Uh, and she said, what's the other doctor going to be helping you with the surgery? He said, Dr. So-and-so? He said, I don't care what you believe, we're about to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you anoint the hands of Dr. So-and-so and all will be well with, he will, you will lead these hands, all will be well with my child. I'm sitting there going, Thank you. No, she said, I don't care what you believe. She didn't ask, can I pray for you? Are you a believer? I don't care. Right now, I'm going 4-D. <laughs> Some of y'all, you've been limit, you're limiting yourself based on all these 3D people. If I listen to 3D people, are we wouldn't have built this church. Herb don't, Betty don't you see, don't you see folks ain't coming to church? I don't see the folks who ain't coming to church. I see the folks who are going to be coming to church. <laughs> do you see what the statistics say? I see the God who defies statistics. Yeah. I had a luncheon with the pastors in our fellowship. Most of them have smaller churches. And one of them said to me, he said, well, Bishop, isn't it true that most churches are under 50 members, most not over 90%? I said, well, that's statistics I don't know, but y'all have heard me teach, yeah, most churches in America are 99%. Of churches have less than 100 people, okay? So this church and others like it and far beyond it are rare exceptions, even though, watch it, we are the ones you keep hearing about because we got enough money to get the message out. It may be a church right over the corner in a storefront who preaching as good as me, if not better than me, you just don't know it because he ain't on radio and he ain't on television. Are y'all with me? And I, I said, no, but most church, but watch this. He said, so, 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 so since the average is, I said, no, no, I said, no, I said, now for me, I said, whenever I hear what the statistics are, I say, that's the floor for me. I'm supposed to be the exception. Y'all been in this church? I've been teaching for years. We're supposed to live what? We're supposed to live above average. Average is the floor for us. So if the average, because the average is what everybody can see. I'm supposed to live above average. You're supposed to live better. Where our family is supposed to be above average. Our finances are supposed to be above average. Everything about our lives. supposed to be. So when you see the statistics, see that as a floor. That's the bottom for me because I'm supposed to be the head and not the tail. I'm supposed to be above and not beneath. But you've got to have some 4D faith to even talk like that. All right. Now let me get to some points. Let's get into this. So when you come into the kingdom of God, you get born again, you have, you must learn to switch systems. Come on, everybody say with me. Say today is the day that I switch systems to use my faith and go for D. That fourth dimension is a faith dimension, beyond what eyes have seen and ears have heard, beyond length, width, and depth. So the first thing, if you're gonna switch systems, you gotta switch from, from fear to faith. This world system is a fear system. You watch the news every day, it's a fear system. Everything designed to make us fearful, make us scared, keep us shaking. Habakkuk 2, 2 through 4, but now we're in the kingdom of God, we go from fear, from the fear system to faith system. Habakkuk 2, 2 through 4, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain upon tables, that he may run that, what? Readeth it, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, what you got to do? Though it tarry, you got to do what? When God gives you a vision, you got to keep speaking it and speak it and speak it. You got to speak it until it speaks for itself. I can't tell you how many people have come into this new sanctuary who were with us years ago and been gone for years. People, uh, even their kids are coming up to me who were in grammar school. They're adults now. People come up to me and say, I remember you used to always say, we're gonna build a new sanctuary. You were always talking about it. I, Then You know, more people got more, better language for it. I, I remember when you were casting vision about building this, and I ain't saying it. They, no, they say, they say you built this thing. Y'all built it. Well, I said, "Or oh, better yet, it's built. I don't have to speak the vision anymore. The vision speaks for itself. You gotta speak it until manifestation says, here I am. You gotta keep speaking it and speaking it and speaking it and though it tarry, wait for it, though it tarry, speak it, but at the end it'll speak for itself and don't lie. It's gonna come, it's gonna come. Behold, his soul, is, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by what? His faith. I take it back to that one because the original that the Hebrews comes from and the New Testament, 1 Corinthians comes from, where it says the just shall live by faith. It originally comes from Habakkuk two and, 2 and 4, which says the just shall live by his faith. You determine how big your faith gets. You determine how big your faith gets. I said this in faith school. And that is you can be inspired by my faith, but you can't live by my faith. <laughs> I can be inspired by your muscles, but I can't live no- lift nothing with your muscles. Y'all follow me? I can say, man, look, man, you buff. Man, you got triceps and biceps and precepts. <laughs> All kinds of steps. okay? Well, man, let me look at you. Flex for me. Okay. No, that ain't how this works. I can be inspired by your faith, but when I see your muscle, now I can get inspired. I say, now I say, now what you do? Well, you say, well, I, I work out an hour every day, and I work on reps and uh, how many pounds you lift. Now, now, unless I'm willing to do what you're going to do, I can't have what you have. A lot of people, y'all look at other people's faith, what their faith produced, but unless you're willing to do what you do, they did, you can't have what they have. Your faith is a muscle that you have to develop, and you start by believing God for the needs. Why, well, I said, I often go back to that, to Maine, if we couldn't believe God for food then, and that our rent would be paid, why, well, said, and we never, uh, and, you know, and, and I listen to some other people say, well, we got evicted. We, we always, almost got evicted. We didn't have food. No, we almost didn't have food. Y'all ain't catching this. I stayed in faith and it produced. It came through. Which is why I also preach flow to overflow. It started flowing. It showed up when we needed. We weren't in overflow yet, but I stopped "Man, look at God flow. Flow God, flow God, flow God. I walk here and it shows up. I go here and it shows up." And you got to start living that way to go to the next level. The just shall live by his faith. Galatians 3:11. No man No man is justified by the law, by obeying rules. It is evident, for the just shall live by faith, and now we know it's by your faith. And it's in Hebrews 10.38. Now the just shall live by what? Faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Listen to me. Drawing back from faith, drawing back from 4D to 3D, God can't get pleasure out of that. The Bible says in in Romans 4 that Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Nothing gives God glory like strong faith. Nothing gives God glory like strong faith. But if you draw back from it, God has no pleasure in you, which means you're not pleasing him, okay, because faith pleases God. Hebrews 11 and verse 6. He that comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The ver- what I want was the verse just before that, okay? Hebrews 11 and, and, and 5, which says, uh, no, th- no, that was it. That was it. That, no, I'm sorry, that was right. Without faith, yeah. Without faith, it is impossible to what? So what pleases God? So if we withdraw from faith, God, god gets no pleasure out of that you get pleasure but pleasure means he's pleased I mean one well, number two second thing you have to do to change system you got you got to go from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset you have to go from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset you know why people get jealous of pe- other people because they have a scarcity mindset Know why people get jealous, of, of, of envious of other people? Because they have a scarcity mindset. Know why people hate on other people? Because they have a scarcity mindset. A scarcity mindset says there's only limited supply. And if you are successful, then I can't be successful. So I got to hate on you. (laughs) Years ago, somehow God bring back this story. I ain't told this story long, 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 long time but it just brought it back to my remembrance. Years ago, uh, when we first started our church, uh, we needed a vehicle. And back then, my credit was so jacked up, I couldn't buy a vehicle, but you know, we started. I needed a vehicle. The Perry's co-signed for me to get my first vehicle. Somebody, some of y'all are like, every time I turn around, he talking about the Perry's. Did you co-sign for my vehicle? <laughs> I talk about you too. They co-signed for me to have a vehicle. We got, what was it? What year was that? I would pray, 1998, 99, 90, somewhere around 2000. We got this burgundy, we got this burgundy um, suburban. A brother who was in our church came over to my house. He said, call me a pastor, can I talk to you? He said, come on, he comes over to my house. Now, we got all of 25 people. He said, um, 25, 40, something like that. He said, um, I see you got a new vehicle. Yeah, well, everybody can see that. I I ain't hiding it. He said, well, down at the church, some of us got a problem with your new vehicle. Well, which some of us is it? It's not the Paris. Now, nobody else knew what they did, but some of us got a problem with your new vehicle. I said, "Why you got a problem? He said, because you got the vehicle that I want. I guess I was supposed to say, well, let me take it back in. (laughs) Now, never forget this. He said, you got the vehicle that I want. I said, well, let me tell you something. It wasn't custom. It literally came off the lot." They got a bunch of other ones just like this one. Go get you one. And I remember he said, some of us are struggling to tithe, I'll never forget it, and you got a new vehicle. And I said, well, you say you are struggling to tithe, what you're really telling me is what? I ain't tithing. So if you ain't tithing, I surely ain't dependent on your money for this vehicle. Shortly after that, he left the church and walked with me no more. Oh, if he could see me now. Oh my. he'd be one cussing somebody. There's no scarcity in the kingdom. Once you see somebody else with something, you can say, oh, my, look what my God can do. Look what my God can do. Yeah, we go to the same church we listen to the same word, I'm next in line. I rejoice with you. I rejoice with them that rejoice. God is no respective person, there is no scarcity. But as long as you think scarcity, limited supply, if one is blessed, okay, you do like, like Dr. Winston said, you try to stay in that crab, I mean, in, in that crab barrel and try to pull everybody, you need to just get up out yourself. You got to change from a scarcity mentality to an abundance mentality. Listen to this. Scarcity mentality has fear of running out. Abundance mentality has faith in running over. Say, this, say, I have no fear in running out. I have faith in running over. God's a God of more than enough.
0: If you love our podcast and the impartation you gain from it, we encourage you to become an iChurch member. As an iChurch member, you'll get access to exclusive digital content, as well as an online community and various small group sessions. To find out more, visit rdci.info forward slash iChurch. Connect with us for digital impartation weekly. Join Bishop Herbert and Dr. Marsha Bailey on Clubhouse for Marriage, Faith, and Family inside Kingdom Business Network on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash rdcitv. We stream live services on Sundays at 7.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as well as Wednesday at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ladies, join us for manifest on Fridays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time.